everyone welcome back to two twins and a mic so this is season two episode one as you all remember the last episode was our season finale and um it's interesting because when i was talking to a few of our listeners i guess i interpreted it in a different way my view was like the season finale of that chapter of our life um, which was more like you know those life lessons and the growth and all of that it's not to say that, you know, we've stopped growing and learning, but it almost felt like that particular chapter has closed because we've kind of moved on and learned a lot of key and important lessons in our lives. And we've made the right moves to kind of make adjustments and, you know, change things for the better. And fortunately for us so far, things have worked out quite favorably, um, better than expected in some cases yet you know obviously life will continue to throw challenges and various you know events outside of our control will continue to happen and it's just a matter of how we choose to deal with them now based on the life lessons we've learned particularly in the last two years i would say they have been very they've been very let's say Two, two years of very rapid growth where, you know, we were definitely challenged in, in, a, in a multitude of ways. So what what this particular episode is going to be about is a very interesting topic of conversation. Um, so Eli came over and he was saying that, you know, he went on a walk with one of our mates and I think they were hanging out that today. And one of my friends was like, you know, what do you do when you're bored and given how crazy things were for the last again like i said two years or even the last couple of years it was very hard to actually kind of appreciate boredom because there was always something that was happening or your mind was you know thinking into the future or planning for the future Um, now that things have kind of settled down you know we do find ourselves asking ourselves you know what do you do when you're when you're bored and such a good question and being bored isn't a bad thing at all like it's actually a very very good outcome i would say because it means like you know you've established your various habits and routines and and whatnot and then you find things working out like like i said the way you kind of intended um and now that you have the tools you know things are relatively quiet or manageable and now all this time is kind of freed up your your mental space you know all this mental space in your mind has freed up you know time a lot of time is freed up because you're not you know caught in these these cycles of you know what whatever you want to call it be it um you know life events or or you know certain happenings um and actually, it was sitting there. It was sitting here before we started the podcast, trying to think. Okay, what what do you do when you're bored? And I can't really say like I really really get bored, um, particularly with someone of my personality type. I feel like it's very hard because um, to to be bored because there's always something I feel like we I could be doing. And one thing I really want to do is I just kind of want to write like a little short book um, of quotes that I really that have re- really resonated with me. And I wanted to write like just some short commentary and then eventually publish this little book. And I was hoping to start tonight. And I just feel like it would kind of solidify a lot of the things that, I, that I've that i learned in, in, in through the form of quotes. And um, I just want to kind of all piece it together and have this book that I can refer to. And I will eventually um, publish it, like I said, and make it available to everyone who wants to purchase it. Um, but yeah, so so that's that's where kind of I find myself. But otherwise, there's just so there's still certain things in my life that kind of keep me occupied. Be it the jujitsu and kickboxing, the gym. I mean, work is 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 has definitely um, kind of tempered down, and I'm not really entirely sure if I'll continue to be working where I'm currently working in the near future. There's a lot happening in in the company that I work for, so. Again, going back to some things outside of one's control, but for now, I'm just kind of focusing on the end of the year. And I'd definitely like to go on a little bit of a holiday. Um, I'm sure for those who've looked at booking, you know, holidays overseas, if you haven't booked it early in the year, 
it's quite expensive but we're looking forward to potentially going somewhere towards the end of the end of the year um, that's kind of what, what it's come down to me and I don't I don't necessarily feel the need to do something because um, I actually want to enjoy this period of, of quietness and boredom whatever because I'm, I think my mind's been quite stimulated over the last couple of years but um, I'll pass on the mic to Eli and I'll, I'll let him share his views on this hey 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 <laughs> how is everyone not that you guys can reply back but hope everyone's doing well so yeah season two season two episode one we made it i think sam said that it's 21 episodes that yeah. um 90% of, pod- of podcasts don't make it past 21 episodes so technically this will be what our 18th, 18 our 18th podcast um so yeah it's awesome that we're still able to stay consistent and um deliver you know, it's, it's just interesting. Sometimes I think about it and I'm like, man, like I thought podcasting is would be more straightforward. But I can actually see how it can be quite um, difficult to come up with topics to speak about, um, especially in a sense where you're, if a podcast isn't very niche in terms of focusing on one particular topic. Like, for example, I know there's a lot of true true crime podcasts and you know, there's stuff about like, you know, history podcasts and all of that stuff. And I, I can see why they focus on a specific subject um, area. And sometimes I think to myself, you know, maybe we should pivot the podcast towards that direction. But then again, like it's I feel like a person who really needs to stick true to who they are. And um, what I really feel comfortable with is just this organic conversational long form podcast. Um I just wanted to share that thought in terms of yeah boredom it's it's really interesting so i was on the phone with one of my mates about two days ago and he was just like to me hey like i gotta ask you a question he's like so like what do you do and this is like a conversation at night and he's like so what do you do like when you're bored and i thought he was um like directing the question at me in the sense of just like because i was telling him you know um i do a lot of like uh, physical activities so you know i have my mixed martial arts which I was doing focused exclusively at one academy. And now I've mixed it up where I also now go to another gym where I practice like Muay Thai and um, I would do boxing conditioning. And it's now, you know, it, it consumes a lot of my time. So it's just basically added to my, my schedule. And then on top of that, I've decided to give myself rest days because I, I realized I was going, I was a bit unhealthy in the sense of like, I was going back to back with my training and Um, I was just feeling exhausted and, you know, it's hard sometimes as an individual to accept that um, you need to give yourself a break because you feel like you just need to constantly be doing something. So having those two rest days has afforded me just time, quiet time, basically. And so I thought it was an interesting question when you raised it because literally I was on my bed that that night and I really didn't have anything planned that... Like I knew that there was a few movies that I wanted to watch and TV shows I need to catch up on um, or I would like to catch up on, but I just didn't feel in the mood for it. So literally I was just sitting on my bed. Pretty sure I was just like sitting on my bed eating popcorn. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, and I like, I thought the question was directed at me and I, in a way I, I kind of took it defensively and I was telling him like, no, but you see, like I actually, like for me, um, physical movement, like being athletic is actually fun um it's something that really brings me joy like i get a strong dopamine hit out of it and um and then it's funny because he explained to me he's like no 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 he's like um like basically what i'm saying is i'm bored um and i don't really know what to do with my time and it's not that he doesn't have activities to do like you know he was telling me like we what you know he does a lot of lego and um he ha- he's writing his own like um, three-part novel uh, series, fictional novels, uh, a fictional novel, which he's been working on it for the last, I think, seven or eight years. And I thought to myself, man, this is an interesting question. Um, and then he's like, so like, how do you fill up your time otherwise? And I was just thinking, oh, okay. Um, you know, like I do read here and there and I will, um, not that I have 
I haven't really read for a little bit of time. Um, and I'm like, okay, so I watch, I watch, you know, um, movies and Netflix. And then I was like, okay, but what else am I doing? I'm like, there's not really mu- much that I'm doing. Like, um, I'll hang around at the park and stuff, like just watch the sunset. Like I really do enjoy just sitting down on the grass and, um, you know, maybe with a meal or whatever, and just literally just watching the sky and like just grounding myself in the earth and nature. Um, and I thought, ah, like this, this question has really got me stumped. And in a way, um, I, I reflected on it and I thought to myself, you know what, like sometimes it's okay not really just to have anything to do. Like it's, we live in this society where um, we've made, we're made to feel uncomfortable with the sense of not having anything to do that we need to constantly be productive. Like our value of self-worth is um, driven or linked to us being um, on the move. And I saw a TikTok video clip this morning. Um, it was Joe Rogan and some other individual, I think a university professor. And he said he basically went, or maybe he's like a visiting professor. So he went to the universe, this university campus, I don't know which one. And he basically asked all the students, he's like, so if I asked you guys to access your phone right now and to tell me how much screen time do you spend on your phone? Like, um, what would it be? And then you know, he was throwing numbers around and he's like, raise your hands if it's, you know, like seven hours. Raise your hand if it's eight hours. Raise your hand if it's nine hours. And like he was saying, there was a lot of hands that were going up. And, you know, it reflected the fact that, you know, where, and there was quite a few hands he was saying. And he's like, it just reflected the fact that society's conditioned us to think that Whenever, like we can't have that downtime where we're just doing nothing. So um, we're so wide that when we do feel the unease or the dis-ease of um, just, you know, nothingness, we'll literally pull out our phone and just ease that discomfort, that, that uncomfortable feeling. And, you know, we'll just watch videos. And I'm, I'm one of those individuals that will flick to, you know, TikTok um, predominantly, predominantly. Um, uh, previously probably online shopping um, and I thought oh man like you know this 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 is definitely um, an issue and it seems like a universal issue where yeah it's it's you, it's hard for a person just to sit down and not do anything and just sit with that feeling without feeling guilty about it or lazy or whatever it is and yeah like um, it's it's really got me thinking and again so this morning i just went with my friend um like on a walk and i thought you know this is this is a good healthy way of also keeping yourself busy because i there's a strong part of me also that just doesn't want to be just at home doing nothing especially on a nice sunny day or a weekend um but as sam was saying like when you start to really sort out your life which means setting your boundaries you know being able to say no to events and activities that you don't want to attend and um, you know, even boundaries with just um, your parents or with, with other people, your job in terms of, you know, these are the hours that I will work. I don't want to work on the weekend, etc. Um, it just, it, you have this sense of peace and then it becomes that sense of peace can be mistaken or equated with boredom. And then it's like, it's this mental battle of trying to rationalize in your head. It's like, am I at peace or am I bored or... You, you know, it's just your, 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 your mind is in this conflict. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so I have tomorrow off. <laughs> so I'm like, right, um, I've been afforded this luxury. I'm like, what am I going to do tomorrow? I'm like, am I going to wash my car? Am I going to go swimming? Um, it's just, yeah, it's just a very interesting reality. And I've also reached the point where... I don't really want to engage too much in deep conversations. Like I think before I would enjoy sitting down and just like really picking apart um, just ways of thinking, um, you know, human behavior, all of this stuff, like in discussions with my friends or just even sitting on my own and like playing around with my thoughts. But it's like now it's like I don't really have a strong level of desire for it. And I think that comes with like when you start to realize that overthinking and all of this stuff is actually just a form of control, your mind's trying to like, um, it thinks that by ruminating on, on thoughts and 
you know, this is, this is in the context of when you have nothing to do. It's essentially like you're controlling, you're still in some form of control. Like, you know, I'm, over, I'm thinking about it, so I'm in control of it. And so when you let go of that, you're like, okay, so I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm n- not really thinking about anything. I'm not really doing any activity. <laughs> what does this mean? Um, so, yeah, I, I don't have something similar to Sam in the sense of, you know, I'm, I, I want to um, like write a book or, or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so now I just find myself um, darting around between, you know, <laughs> friends visiting them, playing board games, which I enjoy. Um, but it's really re- forced me to reshape my identity in terms of what really do I want to focus on in terms of like um, my purpose, my, my vision, my long-term vision, my time. And honestly, I, I don't even think I have the answer. Like I, all I can look forward to right now is just a, a trip overseas that we've booked and um yeah it's just it's it's got me really in this um conundrum so not long ago at the beginning of this year i actually um was reading the book the alchemist and this was based on maybe it was last year actually i think it was this year the beginning of this year and it was a book that you referred me to that you referred to me and i remember there was one part of the book where in the alchemist they say when everything's quiet right and then you you're like what do i do now um that's 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 a very important period in your life because what the what the book in sorry what the alchemist was saying was i think the protagonist was like okay what where's the next destination where's the next path because he goes from like one mission to another and each one had like an important life lesson for him um, because he was trying to find the treasure but I won't ruin the book for anyone who hasn't read it. But yeah, so the, the main concept was the protagonist was trying to find um, the treasure. But obviously it wasn't this kind of linear path in life. And then he went on these different, you know, journeys. Um, and then I think he might have, he, 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 yeah, the messaging was there will come a point in your life where, you know, you, you kind of come to this state. You're like, but what now? And you feel like you're not in a rut, but like things are just kind of like, flat and it's not necessarily a bad thing in the alchemist they were saying that's when you have to let everything go quiet you can't distract yourself with anything like you know going out or partying or like traveling and like you know like as Eli was pointing out like going on your phone not giving yourself that moment of respite where you're not doing something because a lot of people I feel like they drown out this messaging so the messaging being that the universe you know, God will tell you what your next purpose is, but you have to kind of like let things go quiet and you have to just sit with yourself and then the sign will come. And I'm not talking about like people think it's like this sign, like lightning striking or something like that. It's not, I don't know how it would be, how it, what, what that messaging will be for, for everyone. Like it will be, it'll be very different. And the way that message is conveyed will be probably in very different ways for different people. But you have to give yourself that opportunity to be bored um, or when things are quiet and you have to kind of sit there and then the universe, God, again, I'm just saying the universe, but I mean God as well, being the universe, will will direct you to your next you know, journey or purpose. And that's what happened in The Alchemist. So he was eventually kind of guided as to what the next phase of his life involved. And um, that's that's what I think is happening now. Like it's just a matter of like sitting with yourself, not necessarily distracting yourself, not necessarily, you know, taking on a new thing that, you know, isn't necessarily what you want to do. But you just have to say, okay, I'm going to kind of enjoy this period and see where where kind of i'm directed because sometimes what people do is they try to um like i said they they get they they find a sense of discomfort with with the fact that you know things are quiet like i know some people they can't sit alone by themselves um you know when when they have nothing to do they they naturally call someone they organize to do something um and 
deep down, I feel like everyone has this inner voice inside of them as well that to- that kind of comes out when things are when things are really quiet, and then you start to kind of hear the conversations that happen within yourself, and you know, some people like they, for example, their whole life they're like, I want to bake, but they they work in finance. Or some people say to themselves, you know, I want to do martial arts, but then they distract themselves with more work because they're like, okay, well, I don't know what to do with my time now. So I'll just do some extra work or I'll just work harder at my job. But that's not to say necessarily that's what your kind of next mission or purpose is. Um, we have to give ourselves that because it could simply be, it could simply be, you know, you're already doing something great and then the your that mission could be like keep doing what you're doing and do it even better um so that's that's what i think what's happening right now so there's another interesting thing that i learned and this is from um the sufi mystics and this is a quote this is why i wanted to do the whole book thing and what they say is um silence is the language of god and so Anyone that's familiar with like, you know, Buddhism, Islam, Christianity, a lot of these kind of prophetic figures or like these spiritual gurus, what they do, there's periods in their life where like they're either confused or they don't know what to do next and they kind of isolate themselves. You know, they go into the forest, they go into a cave um, for days or whatever it is. And, you know, they meditate and they just meditate and meditate and meditate. And what does meditation involve? Literally meditation involves becoming super present, you know, going into yourself, kind of, you know, eliminating all the noise around you in life. That's why you've got, you know, gurus that go into the forest or caves because these, these are places that are quite isolated. Obviously, there's no one there. There's no real distractions. And some of them abstain from like you know, food or they eat very simple food. Um, they either, you know, they're not like changing their clothing every day, wondering what do I wear today? They're not, you know, f- focused on these various habits, for example, like eating three meals, cutting your hair, blah, blah, blah. It's not to say that you shouldn't do these things, but they just say to themselves, okay, we're going to give ourselves a break. Um, and it's interesting because in Islam as well, there's a period we call Ramadan, which is the month of fasting. And people think it's just abstaining from like food and, and drink. And, and that's all there is to it. But what it actually is, is, is it's, it's also actually a reset period where the idea behind it is Muslims are supposed to abstain from like worldly pleasures. Again, be it food, drink, um, you know, sexual pleasure, whatever you want to call it. Um, and the idea is to just become you know focus on your spirituality in terms of like the inner self like make yourself a better human but how do you make yourself a better human the concept is just give yourself a chance to kind of sit um and you know do prayers and meditate and like this is all comes back to just going deep into yourself and this and then this is what i feel like it's the equivalent of like the, if these 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 really like important you know spiritual and religious figures feel the need to kind of isolate themselves to drown out all the noise and you know understand what their next purpose is because I even think well I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the story of, of Moses peace be upon him and he, I remember at one point he was they, they said like he was guiding his tribe you know away from like the Pharaoh and his men who basically kicked them out of um, Egypt at the time and he they i think they said they were lost and they were trying to figure out where you know to find their you know where their homeland is and whatnot and so he went up into um the i think up a mountain or something like that away from his tribe and then he started meditating and trying to understand you know what to do next and this is a thing in life like maybe we, we like some people take these things quite literally and i probably do take it literally um but there's also that kind of lesson, that metaphorical lesson that we're all being told is sometimes you have to say to yourself, okay, I need to kind of separate myself from these worldly distractions and then let things go quiet so I can f- understand what the next 
purposes in my journey. I don't know if I waffled on a bit, but um, I'll let Eli kind of continue from this thought. I think the dangerous thing with boredom is that it opens you up back to um, peeking, lifting the veil and peeking back into that world of chaos because your part of you is just like, hmm. um, you know, it, it equates chaos almost with excitement because there's you know, drama or there's something involved and you, know, you get caught up in, in that world, the, you know, the highs and lows and the roller coaster of it. And it's like, you know, even, roller co- even the roller coasters at times cannot, you know, they might not be really fun, um, but there's the thrill and you know, the adrenaline rush. So I think the danger of boredom is that it opens you up, as I said, to vices. So like, um, I, I honestly told myself that I w- would quit um, shisha, which is basically a Middle Eastern water pipe. So it's like smoking, um, you know, it's, but then it's like, I found myself gravitating back towards it because I'm just, there's a sense of, it's not necessarily emptiness in the negative connotation but in a sense it's just like oh i can fill my time with you know having a shisha with my brother or with my with my friends and just you know sitting there equivalent to i guess um for a frame of reference to in the western culture or other cultures like grabbing a beer or a drink with a friend and just sitting there and just chatting or just being in each other's presence and again the danger of stuff like this is that it's it's not necessarily positive for one's health because you know um i guess what for example shisha or alcohol what it really does is that it's just really numbing the feeling of boredom it's a dopamine hit but it's also just numbing that feeling of the unease of being i don't really know what to do with my time and then the other vice sometimes you feel you gravitate towards is like unhealthy eating so you know you're like yeah i'll just go and grab Krispy Kreme donuts or i'll just go and grab you know like a McDonald's meal it's because there's a sense of comfort in eating that stuff right and it's just like oh you know I get in my car I'll go and I'll grab some like so you, you I'm sure you understand my point is that it opens you up to um, to these things which are not these vices which are not necessarily optimal and there's a in a conflict where you're like there's this part of you which knows like you don't want to go back regress back to that state which is really just numbing and well numbing the feelings and just kind of in a way disassociating from or detaching from having to think about as Sam was saying well what next what what should I be focusing on um and yeah so that's that's where I find myself at the moment and I'm just trying to be very conscious not that to say I've actually successfully managed it like I still find myself reaching for it um, but not in a, in a, in a, still in a controlled sense. Like, I don't think I've overdone it. Um, I mean, we have smoked probably, as Sam's wife was telling us today, three times this week, which isn't, you know, pl- which isn't optimal. But, you know, uh, full disclosure, you know, I'll put it out there just so that people don't think I'm some kind of saint or some, like Sam and I are saints. Um, we are human and we are fallible. So, mm, um, so then I found myself this morning basically thinking also like, what can I do in terms of my room? How can I update my room? And now I kind of understand shows like The Block and why people remodel and renovate their kitchens or you know renovate their homes because it's really rooted from a position of boredom. Like I need I need some change. I need to do something. So you know I'm I'm sitting there literally on the floor in my bedroom this morning and thinking. You know, I, I think I need a chest of drawers or like a wall, uh, tall boy, basically, so I can put my shirts and, um, you know, shorts and stuff for summer because I've got like a separate section, like closet for winter and summer clothing. And then I'm like, you know, that printer on my desk, like if I just got another side table, I could put the printer on that side table. It actually opens up my desk. So it's like, you know, it clears the clutter and just have more space on my desk. And I was just thinking like, isn't it funny how... Um, like how you just start to like create these activities. Because um, before, I, like I never really understood like why somebody would put themselves through the process of a renovation. Like it's fun. I, I would want to be involved in something like that. But um, 
yeah, I, I don't think I, I necessarily made the connection, the link between, oh, you know, you're just bored. So you just, you basically figure out what's a DIY activity that I can do. And like, I know Sam, you know, he, um, during COVID set up his own greenhouse and then he wanted to smoke his own meat, get a smoker. Um, you know, he sprouts, I don't know what he, what they're even called, but like these hydropon- hydroponic, hydroponic yeah. plants. Um, devil's ivy and i know like i've seen on instagram some of my friends like you know they basically get this um they're growing their own plants with like moss and whatever and like i'm just like okay so you start i'm starting to understand the world better in the sense of like oh like a lot of these activities are just driven from a place of boredom and you know even even the idea of like distracting yourself with like just constantly hanging out with friends and stuff um yeah but it's it's just so interesting in the sense that like i understand what you're saying that you know for example mystics and prophets and stuff would sit you know on their own and meditate and figure out like look for wait for a sign and um perhaps that's what you know what i should be doing and i I definitely see the value in it that's actually what the book the way of the superior man says it's funny because um before when Eli just came over earlier before the podcast, he was like, yeah, I was thinking of just then going home and, and reading the book and the book being the way of the superior man, which I gave him a copy copy of. And I highly recommend anyone um, that's interested in like, you know, self-development and growth. It's probably one of the best books I've ever read. Um, it's by David Dieter. And there's one chapter in the book where they go, you have to, and I'm sure you've heard the audiobook part of it where they go, you which you have to then wait for the message again, similar to the alchemist, like you have to let yourself kind of be bored and wait for that next message or the next thing. But you, you just have to sit there quietly. And they said, don't distract yourself with like worldly pleasures or like short dopamine hits. Um, and it's just, it's, I find it's just so, so, so funny. It's like there's so many kind of life is pushing in 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 a way it's like hey hold on a second you'll see this in the next chapter of the book you just have to get there right it's almost like it's already been outlined for you and this is part of the process um so hopefully when you do go home you you will read that chapter and and then you you you'll get it um but i just wanted to chime in and just mention that because he is he is um yeah pointing it out so what's interesting also is so yesterday my sister and her husband and my three nieces came over and you know we were just sitting and eating you know it's just normal family stuff what you guys like what any family would do right and um so my my niece just three and she wanted to play with the ball like just kick it around simply just kick it around and so I, you know, I, I took off my shoes, I got on the grass and I'm just kicking the ball with her, like just literally back and forth, back and forth. And for her, it's a lot of entertainment, you know, and she's laughing and, you know, getting all excited. And, you know, um, part of the deal was that if I kicked the ball with her, she would, she would eat her food. And, you know, she was doing such a good job in terms of like, she would, you know, quickly grab a bite of the sandwich and then bounce the ball and then kick it towards me. And I, I just thought it was the cutest thing in the world. And then my sister like, you know, came over and she's like, oh, thank you for playing with her. You know, like, um, I'm sure like, you know, like, you know, as in telling me like, you know, she was thanking me like this is um, you're going out of your way to to basically kick the ball with her. And like um, you're just, you know, um, you're sacrificing essentially your time just for her enjoyment. And I was um, thinking in my head when she said that, like, I literally have nothing to do. (laughs) Like this isn't this isn't um, a chore for me. Like I. I actually enjoy it. Like it's, it seems simple. Yeah, I'm just kicking the ball on the grass with my niece, but I'm actually enjoying it. Like I'm not even thinking whatever she's thinking that, you know, he must be bored or, you know, he's really going at it. I was like, no, just really just enjoying this moment, kicking a ball with my niece. Like it's just as simple as that. And maybe that makes the person a simpleton. I, I'm not too sure. But um, for me, I guess I see it in the sense of like, I guess I'm just now more... I feel less rushed like before i think i would have a sense of agitation um that in the sense of like i would always have in the back of my mind like there's something else i could be doing right or like you know time is escaping me and then i think once you start to figure out like you work on a healthy relationship with time you start thinking like start thinking to yourself well 
you know i don't really have to be in a rush to do anything else like why can't i just enjoy this moment for what it is like i'm just kicking a ball with my niece like yeah work you know like for others like we'll start tomorrow or whatever um you know like you feel that that dread the monday itis like oh no like I, i i could be like watching a movie or doing something more fun or whatever but I think like I've, I've really broken out of that which is just like mm, not really like it is what it is like this moment is whatever this moment is like I don't have to rush and hang out with my friends I don't have to rush and watch a movie I don't have like, he's like just we'll get a haircut wash my car like before I think I'd be a bit more regimented in terms of like no I need to do this and I need to do that and like now I'm like yeah my car could use a clean but I'd rather kick the ball or yeah like like you know my my room needed a vacuum i think before like i'd be very almost a bit obsessive about it like you know no, i need to clean my room clean my bathroom um like do all that stuff but now i'm just like you know like it's relatively clean um and you know i'll have tomorrow to do it like it's not something i need to get done today like i don't i don't even really understand why i was so obsessive about it before like i think i had this like urgent need to just like i had to do it and it could be part of it is just like the way you're raised in terms of like maybe you have parents who like their day or their life is pretty much just like back to back like you know cooking cleaning and all those activities and you just start to pick up on those habits and you think oh i need like maybe subconsciously i need to be doing the same thing see the funny thing is i i I, like now that i've been you know been married for three years and you know, my own life. It's not to say it's back-to-back habits. Like, let me give you an example. For example, when everything was quite intense and rushed and there's like those heaps happening at work and, and in life, um, I remember I would go like online shopping. I was like, oh, there's something I need to fix, something I need to do, right? So I remember at one point I was really stressed. And for some reason, I'm like, I have to get the Bissell upholstery cleaner. I need to get the Bissell upholstery cleaner. I need to clean like the couches. It's not that I really needed to clean the couches wasn't like the end of the world but anyway i was like so focused and so agitated i'm like no i have to find a good deal on for this this upholstery cleaner i need to get it i remember it occupied my time for for a while and then um when i ordered it i kept thinking to myself why hasn't it arrived why hasn't it arrived oh my god like you know i don't have time like it should have arrived already so that i could have cleaned the couches you know the couches need need to be cleaned. the couches need to be cleaned and then i remember eventually it came and then even though I had this constant thing where in my mind I was like, it has to have, it should have arrived earlier because I, I had so much time to clean. I should have, I should have um, cleaned, you know, whatever last week or, or yesterday. But when it came, I remember then other things happened in life. And then I it literally sat there for about a, a month. And because I, I just didn't have the time to like, you know, sit there and like clean each cushion and, and whatnot in the carpet and it was just so funny i was like why was i so stressed at one point thinking to myself i have to do this i have to do this i have to do this and then eventually the time freed itself up but it didn't happen when i wanted it to happen it just it just happened it's like okay now you can do it you know and then i was like okay but why was i so adamant about it getting it early and then when i got it why did i keep thinking to myself oh I, I didn't get to do it today i didn't get to do it this week and i didn't get to do it this weekend or that week and that week and and it's like it's almost this self-imposed kind of stress but this like your your brain creates this sense of urgency or in chaos which is what you were pointing out earlier it's like there isn't any real chaos um it's like we've kind of created this chaos in in our minds and part of it is also comes back to like self-sabotaging like you know when you have so much time to do something and then you just kind of let it linger and linger and linger even though you let it you know mellow in the back of your mind which creates more anxiety but you knew that you could have done a little bit then a little bit later like later in the day or whatever and then you would have all been taken care of but you leave it kind of to the last minute and then you start panicking but in a way it's like self-imposed again so it's like we all we like to punish ourselves we like to create this this chaotic environment and another thing for me that i was thinking about when you were talking was and this is for me what, what's kind of scary is some people when things are really bored in their life um, and you know they're single and I've heard this from, from from mostly women they jump into relationships and that for me is a big surprise I'm not saying like this it's, it, it's weird because you know you're made to believe that when you enter a relationship with someone's out of love or you know you have this deep 
connection with someone but for a lot of people and from women I've, I've spoken to it's almost like oh how did you you know like get into a relationship what happened it's like oh you know this one lady said said this to me that i i know and she's like oh you know i was kind of bored and just for like shits and giggles i installed um kind of like a dating app and you know and then eventually they she met her partner through the dating app and it, it kind of baffled me because i'm like wait so you were bored and then you thought to yourself ah oh, you know what i just don't want to be bored on my own i don't want to kind of sit there on my own so i would just jump into a relationship I was like, it's crazy because a lot of people do that. It's almost like, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, oh yeah, this guy kind of messaged me, so um, kind of just I just went with it, and that's that. that that's what kind of concerns me. So we were saying earlier, you sometimes have to just let yourself be bored and you can't can't you know go smoking shisha or drinking or whatever or partying. You just have to let you know you have to let yourself sit there and and, and wait for that kind of messaging, not necessarily. <laughs> jumping into a relationship that you're not ready for um and there's you know someone else that i was speaking to today again kind of similar thing it's almost like yeah you know maybe your kids have grown up and you know they've left the nest and you know you're, you're on your own and you say to yourself well what do i do now and then your natural instinct is like oh i don't want to be alone i want to be with someone but so what confuses me is like do you want to be with someone because you love that person and you want that genuine connection or do you want and, and you you feel so happy yourself and so content with yourself that you just feel like you know what there's so much happening in my life i'm so happy when i say so much happening in your life is in like there's a lot of joy and sometimes people just want to share that experience and then you're like okay you know i want to put myself out there in a position where i can meet people but i, I do get worried when people enter relationships out of boredom again like let's throw ourselves into the equation you know smoking out of boredom um uh, or for example you know eating like you said crispy cream donuts because I, I never really understood in the past why some people really love like desserts and all that and again it's just another form of a dopamine hit and now i understand why some people can become overweight from eating too many sugary goods which we all love it's because there's this sense of like oh but you know i just need to kind of fill my time so i'll I'll munch on this and I'll munch on that and you know it makes me feel good and I feel happy but we all know it's not good for us like I know I'm not sitting here pretending like smoking shisha is this this great habit you know nor do I think eating donuts or like you know soft serves from McDonald's is is, is exactly the best best thing to do but you know what now I understand it better why people kind of do these things I was just going to say also, like, the danger with boredom is that, as I was saying before, when you start to engage in agents of chaos or vices, um, because, again, there's a certain thrill associated with it, is you get into this dangerous realm of, um, for example, engaging in the world of gossip, right? So, like, um, you know, you congregate, like, at a restaurant with friends, and you start to basically you want to find out oh, well, what's happening in this person's life you know what i mean um like just to enter as a form of entertainment and like now i now i see that's in it's like Dubai oh okay i'll talk about it in a sec but like um engaging in that world of chaos which is just like okay let's let's get entertained by the misery of others or by the circumstances of others or by not necessarily negative sense it could be just something even about somebody else's life like you start to shift other the f- people's drama. other people's drama and I feel like I can see now that being uh, a very unhealthy and toxic practice because it's 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 you it's like inviting that negative energy back into your focus and um, and it's honestly it's not a great feeling to take pleasure in the misery of others or like you know unfortunate circumstances or and it could be positive it could be somebody's having a baby or it could be son's birthday so they, they, you know that's fine i didn't i didn't see i don't think that's necessarily um gossip but like you know when people also start to manufacture stories and exaggerate or maybe they like will start to dramatize their life and um push it towards being dramatic so for example there might be a sense of um you know let's just um hyper focus on on one specific thing that happened in that person's life and let's just blow it out of proportion you know, and there's a danger in that because, um, you know, when other people start to pick your life apart or 
you know, whatever, like they can perhaps um, put impressions on you which are not correct just because they're simply bored and they have nothing to do. And I think that's reflected in, in the programming in society today, like in terms of what's popular, which is a lot of the stuff, um, like a lot of the reality TV. I'm not saying reality TV is necessarily bad, but like, you know, it, it hyper-focuses on drama. And like, if you watch the Kardashians, I don't, I'm not very familiar with all the reality TV stuff, but you know, like, um, there's there's obviously variations of like sunset and whatever i i don't i'm sure you guys know the one on netflix about real estate property but it's just like you've turned something like selling property you know or real estate into this like um chaotic drama filled world when realistically it's a boring transactional world where you it's very slow and it's just really realistically people just looking for homes and all right now it's rich people you know looking for homes but then um, for example, the, in the Kardashians, like they'll, you know, um, like I saw this one funny TikTok where they're mimicking it, which is like, you know, um, I like she basically one of the sisters asked for a Coke and then her other sister gets her, um, uh, sorry, Diet Coke. And then her other sister gets her regular Coke. And, you know, she would she'll say basically, what is this? I didn't ask. What is this brown drink? I didn't ask for a Coke. I asked for a Diet Coke. And like. I, you know, it's obviously a parody on the fact that, like, in, in the Kardashians, they, like, hyper-focus on, like, the most trivial things and they'll manufacture drama just for the sake of entertainment. And, yeah, I mean, you know, you'll get a laugh out of it, whatever. But it's just, like, it's just empty and uh, vacuous. Like, it's it's not, like... Like, it's literally just manufactured drama. Like, what's so entertaining about it? Like, you, you, when you think about it logically and realistically, it's a this isn't even happening. This is just them scripting it so that there appears to be drama. Um, and so like the other interesting thing is like when you're in a sense of state of boredom, so you, what what most people instinctively navigate to nowadays is Instagram or other forms of social media, maybe Snapchat stories or whatever it is, right? And you start to want to say, well, what is, what is so-and-so doing? You know, what are they, like how, you know, I'm sure somebody else has a more exciting thing they're doing in their life. And you, you know, you hit the stories and you see somebody's at a birthday party, you know, somebody's at a rooftop bar, somebody's, at, you know, dancing or whatever. And it's just like, um, you know, if, if I guess most people now, or at least I know now better that, you know, this, that's just pretty much a snapshot of like one moment. Because you've, I'm sure when you've been to an event, whether it's a birthday party or I don't know, like, you know, you've gone to some food festival or you know if you've played holy moly or an escape room like yeah they are fun but like the photos generally reflect like they don't show the the the, the parts where everyone's just standing there sometimes awkwardly with nothing to say just waiting for the you know the conductor to come in or for the like the, sh- the show to start or you know for the meal to arrive if it's a festival whether it's at a restaurant or whatever um you know it's 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 you start to realize that every like it's it's such a dangerous um place to navigate to i mean you can do it like i mean i do it like but at least have that self-awareness that it's just well you know what you're just seeing there is like it's just a a snapshot and it's it's not necessarily realistic of the fact that somebody else has a more entertaining life than you do you know all it is is that person was bored and is just found an activity to do and you know there was a moment where it was just like hey guys let's get together let's take a photo or like this is a cool thing that happened or wow the meal arrived on the table let's take a photo and show everyone you know what i mean or it's it's like that's all it really is and it's like you enjoy it for the moment enjoy it like take pleasure in it like there's nothing wrong with it but yeah just i think it's such an important um you need to really be um self-aware that like everyone else in that position is equally as bored, you know, and whether you're posting photos on Instagram, you're really posting it from a position of, well, I need, you know, maybe I, I've got some downtime and, you know, I had a really fun trip or I did this fun activity and I'm, I'm just going to, you know, like put it up there, but it's not necessarily a reflection. This person's life is more exciting, more engaging, you know? Um, and I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, like we think we look at celebrities and we think, oh, what exciting lives they have. And then, you know, you watch like documentaries like the new Selena Gomez. I haven't seen it, but the, um, you know, she's basic. I used to think like somebody like Selena Gomez, like, you know, her life is so exciting, so great. 
And then like in the documentary, you see that she hated her, like that, especially that period between when she was, you know, um, in the Disney uh, verse, playing her role as um, in Wizards of Waverly and all of that stuff. And like how, like how that really impacted her and, you know, um, just her relationship with Justin Bieber and, and all of this stuff, like, it's just it's it was very it's very eye-opening when you when you start to see the reality for what it is and like you know my brother was telling me today that aaron carter like um was found dead and like you think again like you know celebrities like you think the world is so engaging so exciting like but then this person feels alone you know or feels isolated feels even though they have all the money they can do whatever they want they can travel travel wherever they are you know and he's he's dead which yeah yeah, it's funny. It's interesting that you say that because, again, I used to. There was one point where I was thinking to myself, Do you all remember when Kim Kardashian was going out with Pete Davidson after her divorce from Kanye West for some time? And um, I remember being told, like, they said Kanye West was the one that kind of like would tell Kim, Hey, you know, you should wear this and that. And he kind of made her who she is. Like, he developed her sense of style and almost helped her brand. Um, and I, I found that very interesting because Kim Kardashian is the type of person that you would think like when they're sitting at home because they'd make them their lives out to be exciting but as you pointed out earlier they're not like they're creating drama over a can of coke or whatever and so there was a point probably in her life where like okay like you know divorce with Kanye you know had happened and there was a period in her life where there was no one and then all you all of a sudden you hear she's going out with this really different person who I think the entire world could see was fundamentally um incompatible with who she is and it's almost like she's like how do i fill this void oh i'll go with i'll I'll go for this guy who's completely different to what i'm used to or what i would like but he's entertaining you know what i'm saying like he's a he's a funny guy he'll he'll just give me a few good laughs and we all saw it was going to end very very quickly and it did It, it didn't you know it ended before it really began and it's not like it was like anyone was truly shocked and again, it's like she wants. She basically invited chaos because she just wanted. It. And all of a sudden, you saw Pete Davidson and Kanye West having a beef over Twitter, you know, and they were talking smack about each other and blah blah blah. And then they created this drama out of nothing. And you know, you'd think that oh, Kim just says to others, "I don't want a drama. I want a drama-free life. I don't want, you know, all of this toxicity." Because she went through it with Kanye. But the truth is she invited it into her life because she's just so used to the chaos. Very similar to um, Megan Fox. See, like Megan Fox was, I would say, I don't know the, the, the nuances of her relationship. But let's just say she was in a pretty like normal relationship with her partner. I think they were together for more than 10 years. They had two or three kids. And, you know, everything seemed pretty standard. And then all of a sudden, you know, like she's divorced and all that. And she goes with this really strange character. And, I, and maybe people won't agree, but he's, she ends up with this guy who literally calls himself Machine Gun Kelly. Right. And I was like, that's pretty strange. That's a pretty odd personality. And this guy's like heavily tattooed and talks about drinking blood and, you know, some weird, whacked out, wacky stuff that he, he, he does. And, now, and then she kind of got absorbed in that life and she's like he's the love of my life and he's everything for me and like they're drinking each other's blood and you know like doing you know crazy things and they're in the media and you think to yourself you're like but you're a mother of two or three kids i don't actually know because i don't really follow celebrities that well but you're like a mother and like you're out now like god knows doing what and you know and and i think her ex-husband maybe his frustrations justified maybe they're not i don't know like i said the nuances of the relationship is like but you're a mother what are you doing like why are you behaving this way you know and why are you drawing so much publicity and you know she's attending one event to another and like her and her current partner like you know out and about you know making out like as if like they're teenagers and all of this stuff and it's almost like this lady said to herself you know what life is quote-unquote boring let me introduce some chaos you know, there's a term for this in relationships. They call it the seven-year itch. So they say in most relationships, there's a seven-year itch where things kind of become mundane or like when I say mundane, it's almost like repetitive or like there's a routine or very calm or routinized, routinized. And so then people get to this point of their relationship up to seven years where they feel this need to change things up, you know, 
And I've heard some people say some strange things. Like, I've heard stories of people saying like, or you hear in the media, like they were like, we have to bring another person into this relationship, right? We have to open this relationship up, whatever, some weird, crazy shit. Um, and it's like, you don't need to open the relationship up. You don't need to do anything weird and crazy or extreme. Sometimes you just have to say, you know what? Life is just good right now. We have to accept it for what it is. And, you know, eventually things will unfold. Like, you know, everyone goes through their milestones and like people getting married, having kids, new jobs, creating something, you know, meeting new people, moving to a new city. But you don't have to forcefully try and inject this chaos into your life because you're, you feel so disturbed by this sense of like, quietness or calmness and I, I feel like kim kardashian and megan fox are two really good examples of that whether my analysis is right is another thing but that's just how i how i how i see it and um you know again we've got about a couple minutes left before we end the podcast but that's all i had to say i'm like you know what this is just this we're in this chapter of life now again we start season two we can call it boredom. We might not call it boredom. We could just say the um, the peace. It's that period in your life that's the peace. There's no need to go and um, you know download a date, dating app and open up your relationship and put pineapples outside of your home. Apparently, that's what swingers do. They put pineapples outside of their homes to let other swingers know that that they're they're swingers. It's crazy stuff. Um, but uh, you know, just sometimes say to yourself, things are good. I don't need to like, you know, stir trouble with my partner. I don't need to, um, you know, go and gamble $100,000 or get wasted or go partying or whatever. It's just like, you know what? Life is, life is chill. Mm. I actually agree with your line of thinking there. Um, yeah, I guess just to wrap it up, like it got me thinking back to that point about um, religion and it's interesting how like the ultimate goal almost in every faith is to reach a place of like enlightenment, enlightenment nirvana, um, sakina. So, for example, in Islam, there's the, the, the goal besides purification of the heart is to reach sakina and sakina re- literally translates into peace. So your goal is to try to shift from chaos to peace. In Buddhism, you know, the ultimate goal, and I might be wrong here, but Nirvana is like that world of like, it's just peace. Everything is fine. Everything is balanced. Everything is is, is just in equilibrium, yin and yang. Um, and I'm sure the other faiths um, have something similar, whether it's Juda- Judaism, Christianity. I'm not an expert or theologian in, the, in like in those um, areas, but, you know, the ultimate goal is to reach that sense of um, balance. And that balance literally is um, peace. And peace, it, it, it's really synonymous. It, it's up to you how you want to, what you want to attach to that peace is boredom, peace is, um, uh, yeah, just just quiet. And like, I remember as a child, I would, you know, you would watch Disney and you would watch cartoons and you would just see the family gets together for the evening meal and then there's Christmas and they're just unwrapping gifts and presents and it's like, well, why can't life just be that? That's fine. Like, then doesn't, you know, I know, like, for example, Macaulay Culkin's Christmas, like, was never peaceful. Like, there was always the chaos of the family traveling, you know, leaving behind the child. But that's not necessarily realistic, you know. Um, it's entertaining, but it isn't realistic. You know, criminals are going to come to your home and they're going to rob, you know. I don't think anyone even would want that. Like, would it be exciting? Possibly. But would you really want that, that to happen for you? No. Like, you, you know, somebody robbing your car, or um, somebody assaulting you like that's not something you want you know like it's again maybe there's a there's a thrill in it the roller coaster ride of the highs and the lows but do you ultimately like want those aspects in your life i'm sure most people would answer no like most people i think you know if, for example just a last one is just like health you know you'd you'd rather just be healthy eating right doing you know exercising so you're not in hospital <laughs> You know, so you're not posting a photo of yourself on Instagram with an IV drip and saying to everyone, pray for me. You know, like I've seen that actually quite a few times or when, you know, the, when somebody's child is sick, they'll, you know, 
they'll show post a photo of them in the ambulance and then in the hospital and it's just like what happened like yeah there's a sense of like you know questions and um, curiosity but it's just like but would you really want your child if you had the choice to be in hospital you know or do you want a broken leg so yeah i think like sam said ultimately a person just needs to and i'm talking for to myself here but just accept that yeah like it's okay for things to be routine it's okay for things to be quiet why would why else what else would you want in life like this this is um heaven in a, in a sense all right guys thank you for your time and uh, we'll see you next week